here comes a tiny kitten right on the laptop where he likes to be. Aww. He's a big boy. Kitty, kitty. Oh, hi. hi, little Prash. I'm Hawthorne. I got these extra thumbs. Oh, he's so cute. He's like, look at my claws. <laughs> look at him. So cute. He's so big. <laughs> he's so tiny. <laughs> Not compared to his brother. Yeah. Well, we had the girls on the couch together the other day, and my mom said that same thing, and she's like, doesn't it look like Fiona is three times her size? And I was like, yeah, and she's only three pounds bigger than Sophie. Yeah, it's so weird because Hawthorne's only like a pound more than Jasper. But Jasper's got like these tiny little back hips and I, ugh, he's around here somewhere. He's going to be Radley's a little dude. Oh, wait, does Radley have him in the kitchen? Oh, no, no, Radley has herself in the kitchen. There's Jasper. They're both going to see if they can get her attention. Aw, cute. Big sister, play with us. Yeah, she's like she's like a teenager and we just brought home infants. She's <laughs> like twins no less. Twins no less. She's like, no. And I'm not babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, she's so cute. Mm -hmm. So, are you Sorry. ready to go first? So, can I tell you something? What? Remember how we used to do it where you made all the notes and I just gave my commentary? Yeah. I legit did not write any notes for this episode. <laughs> so here's my compromise. Because I know you did. I know you did. Yep. <laughs> She's nodding. <laughs> if you are the front front runner for both episodes this week, I will be the front runner for both episodes next week, which will get us back on track. We can do that. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. I finished. Because, like, I was, I was watching Hulu while I made dinner last night, and then I came out here, and I sat down, and I turned on Friends, and I was holding laundry, and I was like, oh, shit, I was supposed to definitely make notes about one of these. Although I will, I will tell you, I have a lot to say about the naked man next week. I love that episode really that. so much. No, Very I, much looking forward to the we, naked man. We'll make a compromise, but um, I also have to finish eating this dinner because I'm starving. That's fine. Um, we'll we'll allow it. So real quick though. Let's talk about what happened while we were on our spring break. Oh, woohoo. Maybe it was even summer break. Sum oh, summer break. <laughs> oh, guys, 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 guys. Julie didn't, I didn't get any more sleep. I really didn't. In fact, I, didn't I got get any more sleep either. less sleep. Um, I got a house. I got a house. Julie got a house. And what's super cool, guys, is not only are we so stoked for Julie that, A, she gets to move out and live on her own again, um, have her own space, do her own thing, decorate. I already got her her housewarming gift. And anyway, so we're stoked about that part. But she's also going to be living in the city where I work. So recording to 
Oh, that's right. You can just come over after work and we can just get it done. I know. <sighs> I'm so excited. My second Roku is on its way. So I'll have a Roku in my room and a Roku in my living room. Do you need yeah, because they. I don't know how Roku does the thing. The Rokus are independent. Like you sign them on to the same account, but they 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 run independently. It's like a VCR. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So so we'll be able to watch Hulu in whatever room we want, and the second bedroom will be my office with this big beautiful table and a spare bed. Slash recording studio. I know. We're gonna have. It's gonna so. be great. It's gonna be great. Um, I'm, don't move for four weeks. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. <sighs> We've got a lot between now and then anyway. It's going to be so hard to wait. Um, to. yeah, so if anybody wants to buy me a housewarming present, I would love some Home Depot gift cards. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Or Lowe's. Home Depot I or Lowe's. Lowe's yeah, but I don't think Lowe's carries the Fiesta wear. We could find okay. out. They don't, yeah. so, but, like, Lowe's, I, you know. I know. Um, so, anyway, Julie is in a big transitional section of her life, and as most functioning adults, it doesn't need much, but every home needs a little touch of something. So, if you are feeling like, hey, I love Julie so much, I'm going to get her this little housewarming gift, I know she'll appreciate it. I think you can actually send Amazon gift cards through email. By the way, you, you really can. And you know what? What's great about your little wish list that you put up? Little wish list. Sorry, I don't. I'm not diminishing it by any means, but like you, you just you only need a couple of things, and those yeah. things are just purely to make you happy. Versus like, you know, I need this whole house set, and no. I'm, I'm starting my life, but you know, so it's really great, and I'm so stoked for you. Yeah, I already have two beds, two couches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All the coffee tables. I oh, am tables. I do need to get a TV stand, which I'm just gonna go and get at IKEA next week because IKEA. And sure. I'm getting a microwave that's only been used for like a year because I paid for it or I bought it and then gave it to Joey and Allison and now I'm getting it back. Mom's oh, cool. giving me her washer and dryer. So I right. literally need no furniture. I just need dishes. It's so right. weird. And I did buy a vacuum. I actually did need a vacuum because I threw mine away, or not threw it away, had to get rid of it after the last house because it was dying. What kind of vacuum did you get? I got a Bissell pet vacuum. Oh. It's amazing. That's awesome. Is it carpet all through there? I can't, I, I like, I can only barely remember the pictures. I'm going to say yes, there's carpet in the main living areas and like linoleum and everything else. But since we had to do the whole rent it without seeing it thing because of the Rona, I don't know. Well, I also have a, I have a shampooer. Yes. So does mom. She has a, a stand up one. Yeah. Um, real quick though, some fun stuff. Um, our other sister pod, I guess they're not on, well. No network, but Sister Pod Handbag Marinara sent me a, um, I guess it was on Instagram. I don't know if you can see it, Kathleen. They got this oh my sticker. God, it's the Harry Potter's on Friends Couch. Yes, it's Ron, Hermione, and Harry on a gray couch with an owl and a rat, which means the cat's not there, which makes me sad, with the Friends logo underneath. 
so for my laptop, and then also Smelly Cat. Nice. Super cute. But then I got some ones for me and Allison, which you won't like because you don't watch the same shows. But I got Dwight, You Ignorant Slut, which is from The Office. And I got Allison two of the iconic black and white sweaters from Schitt's Creek. And they say, ew, David, you're going to have to watch Schitt's Creek. You know, I started to. I picked up a couple of episodes, but like I haven't... (sighs) Gotten into you got to get through season one. Season one can be painful, and then it's so good. Um. Anyway, so yes, it has been a ridiculously busy August over here in in my house. You have kitties, and it's still fire season, as you can smell uh, outside everywhere. Yeah, yeah, we definitely we squeaked through dirty August, which um, that's very fire life related all the firefighters use it the fire wives use it too because it's like dirty august sucks and somebody posted something about suck timber or some something this time of year fire wives get like naughty mm-hmm. especially you know they've got kids going back to school and they are trying to work their own jobs and they're trying to keep their house together and like i, I get Two out of three of those. Um, so, you know, we, we survived Dirty August. Um, we had a sailboat mishap. Oh, really? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we wanted to check out, like, a, a new cove on Waldo Lake. And so we were, like, going towards it. And normally, I will go up. And, like, kind of scout for rocks real quick and then come back so that I can be ready to winch up the centerboard. Well, we didn't do that. And then all of a sudden, Trevor said, okay, you know, start cranking it. And by the time I started cranking it, we hit some something underwater. So we were pretty shallow. And our centerboard um, hit a couple of different times. We got out of the coat. Well, no. While we're going, I'm, you know, I'm, I've got the winch and I'm trying to get it up and the cable snaps so our centerboard um was stuck in the down position and there was no way to get it up it's a three or four hundred pound piece of cast iron yeah that's bad so yeah it was not the greatest um we got back to the dock and then uh trevor went under the boat but it was already starting to get the sun was going down and it was cold and we were in a cascade lakes mountain Mm -hmm. um so anyway ultimately we got the we got it back up trevor did not get hypothermia we're gonna be fine but um yeah we we survived august and now we're rolling into september nice yeah. Well, in celebration of September and being back on schedule until possibly December, because I think we might have to take some time <laughs> off around the holidays. I'm just saying. Um, let's. It stands to reason. It stands to reason. Um, let's get started. So. Okay. We are restarting um, with. <laughs> my keyboard won't work. With episode eight. Um, 
And I really hope people are ready for this and are excited. I don't know if our uh, podcast hosting uh, platform has been lying to us, but we had 2,500 listens in the month of August. So we were off the air and y'all loved us. I mean, maybe we should take breaks more often. Um. But tonight we are starting with How I Met Your Mother, the episode titled, Woo. (laughs) I love this episode. It is pretty funny. Now, when we get to the definition of this, we will talk about whether or not we are, but let's go ahead and get started. So, uh, Ted recaps and reminds us that Robin is currently unemployed. As we know, she left her job in Japan, which looked horrible. And also she's, I mean, single. She was when she was in Japan. But, you know, unemployed and single. And, and, well, and she doesn't have a house because she gave it, you know, gave up her lease to go to Japan. So I have very recently been in Robin's shoes. (laughs) It's not great. So, she's been hanging out with Lily a lot, but, as Robin points out, they never hang out without Marshall. And Marshall is talk-blocking her. Yeah, it's a a trio, right? And I have friends that, you know, that's, we hang out, I hang out with them as a couple, it's all good. But I will say, you know, even with Allison and Joey, it's good to have time that it's just me and Allison. It's nice. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have that. Which is sometimes why I miss school, but... Um, so, uh, Lily invites Robin to hang out with some of her teacher friends, one of whom is, you know, having like a birthday or something, but, um, Marshall walks up and Robin says something to Lily in a code and Marshall's like, oh, so you, you got that yeast infection taken care of? He knows all the codes (laughs) and it, it was really random. Like she didn't say anything about like itching like whatever she's like so they gave me the stuff and that thing and it's fine like well but also if they if she if she sort of talked about it like i mean marshall's not an idiot but like maybe she let it slip before i don't know i think it's also that lily has no filter and no um or no vault and she tells secrets she just tells secrets so oops excuse me that's okay so, Barney says that he's going to win and be Ted's best friend. And Ted says, Marshall's my best friend. Marshall's my best friend. Um, but Ted says, well, or Barney's like, what are you guys doing down at work? Well, he says, we're, we're renovating the New York library. And everyone's like, really? And he's like, no, not the New York library. The new library in York, North Dakota, which has mm-hmm. two sections, fission and non-fission. Which is really funny. I know. Um, it kind of makes me think of Roundabout because we are a very small store. Like you are, we are but it's a like small store. So perfect. So like we don't have a romance section. If you want a romance book or like historical romance or historical fiction, it's all just in fiction. Sorry, it's all just in fiction. Oh, okay. Yeah, the only two other categories that get bumped out are mystery, thriller, and true crime, and science fiction, fantasy. But otherwise, well, fiction is fiction. Fiction is fiction is fiction. Wow. Um, we also don't carry mass market paperback romance like most people are used to. The little tiny ones. We just don't. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So. Not only that 
quality romance. I love a good romance. I love a good bad romance book. So Barney wants to hire Ted for the new GNB, Goliath National Bank headquarters, but they're also interviewing a Swedish collective named Sven. They're all named Sven. They're all named Sven. Yeah, we're not there yet. But but Ted already has an opinion, right? Like, these guys have been featured in, like, an architecture magazine, and he hates them, right? Like, he hates them. They, they dress in black. They're very weird. Um, it's really funny. So Barney tries to make fun of them, but in, instead of doing it in a Swedish accent, he sounds like he's French. But by the way, his French accent is amazing. <laughs> like, I'm, so, I'm so there for Barney's French accent. I want Neil Patrick Harris to just speak in a French accent on a regular basis. Um, but he's, I'm into that. yeah, he's really excited because then all three guys can work together and have conference calls, which Marshall explains are their code for going up and drinking on the roof. And Barney says, and throwing cans at pigeons, which Marshall says, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't condone that. Yeah. Um, so Ted kind of recaps and says that like, his, you know, biggest life goal is to contribute to the New York skyline. So he's all, he's all in for this. So Lily and Robin go to meet Lily's friend from school, another teacher. And it's, it's it's her birthday. It's a horrible country bar named Giddy Up. Um, I'm sorry. Is it horrible or is it awesome? Well, I'm thinking back to this time in the 2000s where the low-cut, cross-over-your-boobs, shiny shirts were a thing again. And then, I mean, I had some, don't get me wrong, because I lived in Reno about this time, and believe me, I had them. Um, But no, it's not good. Because, like, it's not. So... Uh I don't know that you're right. Well, their version of country music is still just Sweet Home Alabama. So, like... You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, yeah. I'm just saying, it's like, it's commercial country. So. Well, it's like every country bar ever. Right. So okay. Robin notices that they're woo girls and Lily says, well, she's so normal when she's at school. Like she's quiet. I had no idea. So the main woo girl is Jillian played by Jamie Lynn Sigler, who was Meadow Soprano on the Sopranos for a long time. Um, and who then played herself on Entourage and has gone on to do just, like, little things. I knew her more from The Sopranos. Um, but they make some funny puns using the word woo, except it sounds like they're talking about... So they say woo-ish, but it sound, it could be Jewish. Like, maybe they only observe, observe the high holy days. And it reminds me, like, I am that person now with, like, I go to church on Christmas, and that's it. Because I like I the mean, music. Yeah. I like the music. Yeah, but I can sing in my own living room. Yeah, but my mom's in the choir, and um, it's pretty. Mm. Anyway, I really like the actual, like, classical uh, church Christmas music, but... So, yeah. so yeah, so all these, and then there's a little bit of rhyming, but there's these funny puns about being woo or woo-ish. Um, and it, it, they get very Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss, fuck it. Seuss-ish? Dr. Seuss. <laughs> um, back at the boys' apartment, 
Ted is like drawing and he's at his like drafting table and he hands it to um, Barney and you think it's going to be like a, a, a sketch of what this building could be and it's a topless Princess Leia. <laughs> but he's also like talking about the lines and the form. And yeah. And Barney's like, that's exactly what she would look up. like, topless. Um, so Marshall comes in and says, um, Lily and Robin are down at this bar called Giddy Ups and there's these woo girls and it's, you know, he doesn't even finish it and Barney is running out the door. Like, as Barney would. Like marathon Barney is running out the door. Um, so then back at the bar, Jillian flashes the bartender for a shot and Robin says, so when you're not showing your boobs, what do you like to do? And she gets really serious about her teaching thing. It's based on the Rye technique from this. And it's the Waldorf school. And then it's like, let's go get shots, skanks. So they they start calling, like, Jillian and all her friends call each other skanks and whores and bitches and all this kind of stuff. Do you remember when that was a thing? Yes. I really, really do. I really remember, like... It was not... Like, I, it didn't make me feel good. Yeah. We all, we had one where we called somebody a slut. A what? It's like slut, but you emphasize the you. And, like, you would say she was slutty. I don't remember why, but it was a thing well, with some of my said, friends. We said sloozy. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. And that was okay. Like, I, I would call my friends sloozies, and that would be fine, because we knew that that was the joke version right and then it was pointed out to me at one point which is probably why most of us tried to stop doing this is that if you call each other that name then it's okay for guys to call you that name which and is it's not. not okay for guys to call us those names it's not okay for us to call each That's other those names i also like to have sex yeah so um uh bernie shows up and the girls are the jillian and her friends are dancing robin and Lily are like, we, we don't understand this. And Bernie's like, no, the world needs woo girls. Like, you know, they're the girls who get really excited. And then there's like when the song comes on and it's, well, the previous one was um, Sweet Home Alabama. Now it's a joke about brown eyed girl. Every girl is brown eyed oh, yeah. girl, right? Like that's, oh, it's my song. It's everybody's song. Like everybody loves that song. Shut up. Um, And so he's like. You know, they get excited about small things, and that's why we love them, and we need them around. Like, this is, he, he later is going to say something like this about pharma girls, too. He just has a, a theory on everything. So, Ted does his uh, presentation to GNB, and he thinks he hit it out of the park, and he's really excited. And they're outside McLaren's, and um, <coughs> they see a limo go by. And out of the sunroof pops Robin, who is wooing down the street. Uh, and then swigging off a bottle. Yes. Um, but Ted finds out he didn't get the job. They picked Sven. And, and he's heartbroken. He's totally heartbroken. And um, Barney says, well, I really tried. And he he's like, I stood up and said it. No. Or no, I said it. I stood up and said it. No, there was music playing. Like, he gets really exaggerated. And Marshall says, hey, would it make you be feel better to go down and pee on GNB? And Ted's like, you know, it would. it would. And so they leave. So Robin comes in. And Lily's like, hey, we saw you. We saw you, woo. And she's like, no, you didn't. And they go back and forth and they rhyme. 
the it's, whole yeah the whole thing yeah. is rhymed it's very it's funny so awesome. yeah and lily's like i could woo and she's like no you can't because you're married and you know you're not a woo girl and lily's like but i can be a woo girl um so let's go ahead and, and talk about this for a second are you or have you ever been a woo girl I have been. Are you still? No, I'm Lily. That's true, actually. Um, I'm Lily just without the significant other because I'm just old and boring. It's, and I love it. There's a, there's a little bit of that, too. But, like, I, I, I stopped wooing about a decade ago. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that if we're out and we're doing something cool and, like, I hear a good song, I'll st- I I do still, like, I A peep. tiny woo. A, a no little baby woo. woo. I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> A squee. You're, you're, you're now just yeah. a squee. Um, yeah. But, yeah, in my, in my early, late teens, early 20s, I was definitely a woo girl. Um, I will say that the, the, some of the woo stuck with me until my late 20s because I went back to school and I was around guys that were only like 22. So we went out drinking one night and one of them decided to strip for me in the middle of the club. There was a lot of wooing. And you wooed him. I really did. Yeah, you did. Mike was in the background and he thought it was hilarious. He's like, I wasn't going to give you a strip show so I could let that guy. I was like, cool, thanks. Thanks. Um, I'm good with it. Yes. Um, although at, at some point I was um, chastised for the woo because you're not supposed to do that in cheerleading. Like, we when we first went to cheer camp when I was only like a sophomore, they were basically like, don't ever do the like, woo. Like, you don't do that. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. That sounds very silly to me. Yeah, because you're... you're, Yeah, you're a cheerleader, but... Yeah, like, you want to project your words, but you're not like a, you know, you're not supposed to just scream. So, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Um, Marshall tries again to get Ted the job, goes and talks to the guy in charge of it, uh, uh, named Bilson, who I didn't look up, but I should because the actor, hold on, is somebody that you would probably recognize from other stuff. Um, 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 Bilson is played by, well, his name is Brian Callen, which I don't think the name is one where you're like, oh, I know who that guy is. But when you see him in stuff, so he was in Hangover, Old School, Bad Santa. Um, let's see here. Uh, 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 um. A couple episodes of CSI, you played a different guy in plain sight for about a season. Yeah, he's just one of those guys that's like he pops up and you're he's like, all over the place. yeah, and you're like, wait, how do I know that guy? Um, back in the early 2000s, he was in it looks like about two dozen episodes or a dozen or so episodes of Seventh Heaven. Oh, um, okay. yeah, I'd never watched that show so. I wouldn't oh, really? Know. I love Seven Heaven. Yeah. He was in... They have seven kids. I know what it was about. And then they have two more. Okay. It's too many. Kids. <laughs> it's too many. Um, Bilson voted for it, though, and it turns out that it was Barney who vetoed the job because 
Sven was so much cooler. And the way that they got to Barney's little tiny coal-shaped heart was that the building is going to be a T-Rex that he can control when it spits fire. And there's a strip club in the logo, which wouldn't actually, and it's a spinning logo. Like the the head or the, the eyes thing. or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Marshall's up on the roof with Barney when he finds out about this. And he refuses to drink with Barney on the roof. In fact, he locks Barney on the roof. And before he leaves, sets out a pigeon call. And so all the pigeons start landing on the edge of the roof like they're going to attack Barney. Because according because to Marshall, pigeons don't, don't forget. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> they're like elephants. Yeah. So Robin has joined Jillian and her woo girls at the bar again. And apparently they even woo for serious stuff. But it's a very light, you know... Like a Woo. Yeah, almost, but it's just kind of like acknowledgement, like woo. So Lily shows up with a cute little fireman hat on because it was fire safety day at the school and that's all she had. And she's like, I, I'm going to be a woo girl. And um, uh, we see Barney and Sven. Okay, so back at GNB, Barney has invited Sven, the collective, all three guys, up to the roof for a conference call. He wants to drink. They don't understand it. And so they decide to do push-ups instead. <laughs> not the same. No, not the same. Not the same. Um, but back at the bar, Jillian and her friends are still calling each other sluts, skanks, whores. Lily goes too far and is like, you bunch of prostitutes, you probably have STDs. That's, that's, that's the end. So the girls, Jillian and her friends decide to go dance and Robin explains to Lily that she doesn't want to be a woo girl because woo girls are only excited about these things because they have nothing else. They're sad and they're sad about everything else. Yeah, they actually just want to be married. And so we see captions in front of each of the girls. So Jillian's is, well, you know, am I ever going to get to be a mom? And one of her other friends, I don't remember it, but a third friend is like, I'm secretly in love with Jillian. And then yeah. Ted is dancing and his caption is like, I really hate my job or like, it's something funny. Oh, my love life is so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was just left at the altar. So, you know, I get it. True. I, yeah. Um, so then we find out that the guys are also at the bar and, um, Marshall is pretty drunk and he has a pink cowboy hat on and Lily's like, where'd you get the hat? He's like, what hat? <laughs> Cause he's been taking the test tube shots and he's like, there's no alcohol in here. Yes. Yes, there is. Yes. Yes, there is. Um, so Barney's hired Sven and, or fired them and hired Ted. And then Barney starts to admit that it was his fault that Ted didn't get it in the first place. But Marshall steps in and is like, no, it was Bilson. Like, it was totally him. Worst. He totally, like, you know, covers for Barney. Which I think is really sweet. It is really sweet. Um, older Ted lets us know, though, that, uh, like, five minutes later, Marshall tells him the truth. And then they tie Barney to the mechanical bowl and leave him oh. there for three hours. <laughs> but before that, like, while they're at the table, Ted says, hey, are you going to you gonna get on the bowl? And Barney says, no, I've got an inner ear thing. <laughs> So he gets off of the bowl and he just instantly falls down. 
like takes a step, falls down, takes a step, falls down. So uh, at a different table, and this must be kind of like the end of the night, you know, three hours have passed. Yeah. Jillian's friend, who is secretly in love with her, says, you know, it would be fun and stupid, which is a precursor to Lily saying it later to Robin. Uh-huh. Do you know what would be fun and stupid? Let's have a threesome. And um, Barney's like, me, me. And he's like trying to get to them, falls down. But he cannot no. move. And so Jillian's like, oh, that Ted guy was kind of cute. Let's go find him. And again, Barney like falls down. Um, well, and then the friend also says, oh, yeah, but if we can't find a guy, you know, maybe just the two of us. And then that's when Jillian was like, oh, that Ted guy. Yeah, let's go find Ted. Um, so this is one of those episodes besides, like, the funny things about being a woo girl is, like, it's a transitional one again of, like, showing Ted maybe hopefully back on the rise after, yeah. like, so I, <laughs> over the break... And the last couple days, I've just been kind of like, I can't focus. I'm not going to watch any new shows. And so I put How I Met Your Mother on and I got through like up to season two. And so that's why you, when you logged into Hulu, and it was like, where what's are we? Funny is, what's really funny is it was um, episode seven. So it was like, oh no, she's just off. I didn't even pay attention to, to the season. season. Right. And I was like, wait. Swirly happened a long time ago, and as I look at my phone, you're like, no, I've been watching. Right. And oh. so I was watching the episode with the phallic-shaped bank building. And so remembering, oh like, God. how horrible Ted's, like, former boss was, Brian Cranston, and now he's back again, like, not loving his job or, like, ho- hoping that his job gets better because he has no love life because of Stella. Um, right. yeah, I do think it's a, it's a funny, like, it's a funny transition episode. I think so, for too. Sure. For sure. Um, well, should we take a quick break and refresh our drinks and come back yep. and do friends? Okay. Yes. Let me pause. All right. You want to hear some funny, not podcast related things real quick? Yeah. Apparently, Carol Baskin of Tiger King fame is going to be on Dancing that. with the Stars. Now, here's two things. One, I'm never going to watch Tiger King, and no one, I'm never going to watch it. And two, the only sure. episodes the only episodes of Dancing with the Stars I've ever seen was Alfonso Ribeiro doing, or whatever his name is, doing the Carlton. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not into Dancing with the Stars, but sorry about your life with Tiger King. It's not going to happen. I know, okay. and it's fine, and you still love me because I have my reasons. I have reasons. You don't have to agree with them, but I have reasons. Um, I just remembered an email I was supposed to send, so hold on, let me make a note to myself. <laughs> Alright, so let us talk about Friends, the one with Chandler in a box. Yay! So, we have our seasonal Thanksgiving episode. Um, but it right starts... August. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have timed this better. Um, so, Chandler keeps calling, and Joey keeps hanging up. So, Chandler then pretends... Now, of course, if you're forgetting, this is because Chandler kissed Kathy... Kathy and Joey yeah. had broken up, or have broken up, and, and Chandler wants to be with Kathy. Okay. 
So then he pretends to be a radio show and tells Joey that he won something, but he has to answer, who is your friend who is so, so sorry and wishes you would forgive him? But before he can even finish, Joey hangs up. So then Ross calls and is like, hey, man, I just wanted to talk to you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Okay. Well, I've got Chandler here and he really wants to. And then Joey hangs up on him. Hangs up. Um, so, uh... Joey, when he's mad, I mean, it's, there's no, like, he doesn't get over it easily. You know how they all, they post those, you know, love like Ross, mm-hmm. like Monica, what, whatever. Um, it should say hold a grudge like Joey. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Cause, yeah, because, like, yeah, Chandler did a bad, bad thing. Okay. Bad, bad thing. Chandler did a bad, bad thing. So later, um, we see uh, Phoebe, Monica, Ross, and Rachel at the apartment. Uh, Chandler comes in and basically craps on Thanksgiving. He's just like turkey, mashed potatoes, like all these things. And he's the, I mean, he's got Thanksgiving issues. Mm -hmm. I get it. But like, everybody else loves it, bro. Uh, I don't. Okay, so I don't always love turkey, but oh my in god. Thanks no, but Thanksgiving food. Like Thanksgiving oh. in gen- Oh, so good. So good. I am so excited for winter. The mashed potatoes. Green bean casserole? No. Out. Regular green beans with some slivered almonds. That's true. It's, that- the cream of mushroom. it's the cream of mushroom. I'm not into that. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Joey made some for us when I was up in Vancouver. When would it have been? Earlier this month? Late? No. Early August? Late July? I don't remember now. It's already September, kids, and I don't remember what day it is. That's weird. I love cream bean casserole. Okay. Oops. So, um, Joey starts to come in and then sees Chandler and leaves, but they convince him to stay. Um, and, or no, I'm sorry. I'm skipping ahead. They ask him what's going on, and he says that Joey still won't talk to him. Um, but he, like, only slammed the door one time, but he was still flipping him off. Whatever. So, he says that he keeps trying to call him to, you know, get him to talk to him. And Rachel goes, so does that mean you'd really love one of those, like, phone headsets? And Ross goes, can we all expect we, gifts stolen from your office? We don't want everything from your office this Christmas. Yeah. So, uh, Rachel says, well, you're not going to get anything from my office. Um, but (laughs) Ross is like, should we, she's like, yeah, you shouldn't. (laughs) Goodbye. I, I hate you. You're the worst. Yeah. They still, they're still mad at each other. Um, so Phoebe comes up with, uh, the suggestion that they all do secret Santa because, she and Monica aren't working, and they don't have a whole lot of money right now. Um, it's funny to me that they call it Secret Santa, because in my family it was just drawing names, and you still didn't tell who you got, but you only had to purchase for that person, really. Like, a $50 item for them, and like maybe, you know, $10 items for the kids. Um, well, I mean, that is Secret Santa, though. I know, I'm just saying in my family we never called it that. It was just drawing names. And we did it at Thanksgiving, and then you had the whole month to, you know, to shop. And sometimes we swapped, but not very, you know, very much. 
Um, so Phoebe's like, or no, Monica goes, and look, I already have everybody's names, um, a names she ready. Put in this jar. Yeah. But Phoebe says like, well, we need to decide who gets who. And Ross goes, who gets whom? And he goes, I don't know why I, I do, do that, that, but it's right. <laughs> and it's also very Ted. I know, right? Um, those two just kill me. So right at that moment, Joey comes in, but he sees Chandler and turns around to leave. And they make him come back in because they're going to pick for Secret Santa. And he says, oh, I invented Secret Santa. And everyone kind of like rolls their eyes. And Ross starts to say something, and Rachel goes, uh, you thought that you came up with Die Hard. And he's like, I did. I can show you the napkin. (laughs) So ridiculous. Um, So Phoebe and Monica are cooking, and Rachel's in the living room. They're watching the parade with Chandler. And Rachel gets up and says, oh, I need to go take a nap. All of this is making me tired. And Monica's like, we haven't eaten yet. And she oh, goes, yeah. Cooking. Yeah. She, oh, that's right. And she oh, goes, but we're not. All this turkey is making yeah. me tired. And she goes, we haven't eaten yet. She goes, yeah, but you guys in there and you're so much. And, and I mean, it's Rachel at like her height of her whatever the girl who doesn't have to do anything who gets everything handed to her and it's just like yeah. to whatever um and so Chandler uh goes in the kitchen and tells the girls that he wants to trade um because he got Rachel and Phoebe says okay no, great he, he didn't get Rachel he wants, he wants Rachel. Rachel sorry he wants to trade for Rachel and Phoebe says that's great you can have her I don't want her she always gives back her gifts and he says well I got her a briefcase with RG and you know it would be kind of great and Monica goes you could also give that to Ross Geller and he's like it's kind of girly and she goes he works at a museum (laughs) (laughs) but he makes a joke about having to buy it because his camel cash was about to expire which if if our if our younger listeners or foreign listeners aren't aware, um, many of the, and actually I think alcohol brands did this for a long time too, but yeah. you could get, there were little inserts in your packs of cigarettes that were basically like the box tops of cereal. And if you got so many, you literally got something for it. And yeah. it was, you know, varying degrees of good, bad, whatever, but it's literally terrible. they incentivized you smoking. So they they incentivize you smoking. Trevor actually has um Miller shirts. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let me rephrase that. He does have them, but I think now that I'm saying it out loud, I remember the story they went to a thrift store and got them. Okay. But still someone like did. They were, they were no no, they were true Miller employees. Oh, 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 okay. But my my mom and my dad would like collect Marlboro points. Yeah. There's a joke on that 70s show that Kitty gets all of these Christmas cards and she's really mad at Red and she gets the Christmas cards from like the booze companies because she's such a a loyal customer. (laughs) And he's like, those are from all the places you drink. Anyway, so Chandler's like, well, I'm going to go back and watch the game. And Phoebe goes, the guys aren't here. You can watch the parade. And he's like, oh, thanks. Okay. Yeah. 
And so right then, Monica goes to get something out of her freezer and she has to like chip some of the ice because this is this old-fashioned kind of fridge where you open it and the freezer is just a box on the top and so it gets built up with with ice and she gets a right, piece of ice in her it's eye a door. yeah it's a single door yeah, yeah. so she for gets a piece of ice for all your youngins um and it really hurts and she's like but i can't go to my eye doctor you know it's richard and they're like, well, let's just call his office. And it turns out his office number is still a speed dial number on her phone. I see that you are speed holding. Seven. I, right. That's. I see that you are holding a tiny little kitty. And he's not even struggling. I love it. Um, you know, Jasper is like the world's best snuggler. He yeah. sleeps all through the night, just curled up in my little arm area. Aw, um, that's how Sophie was when she was a kitten. Um, so Phoebe calls and finds out that the on-call doctor is available. So Monica says, let's go. And Rachel decides to take her. And while they're gone, um, Phoebe's going to do the cooking. And so then we see Phoebe not following the recipes, which Ross calls her out on. Yeah, Monica told you. And she's like, get out of my kitchen. So she has to go call her mom in Montauk and ask a left-handed cooking question. What? It's just so weird that she's now calling Phoebe and mom. Mom. She's like, I have to call and ask my mom a left-handed cooking question. And so when she goes to do that, she puts Chandler in charge. So then Ross says that he wants to switch Secret Santa people. And Chandler says, that's funny because I'm actually trying to get you. And Ross is like, well, then I'll just... Oh, he goes, why? And he's like, well, I thought I'd get you something girly for your office. And and Ross (laughs) is like, "Uh, no thanks. Maybe I'll trade with Phoebe. And Chandler says, no, but she has Rachel, and Rachel always exchanges her gifts. And Ross is like, no, I got her this necklace one year, and she loved it. And Chandler's like, right, have you ever seen her wear it again? Because earlier in the episode, there was a joke that he had, Chandler had gotten Rachel a backpack, and she said how much she loved it, but then a big dog ran off with it in the park. Yeah. And so um, over in the guy's apartment... Uh, Chandler comes in to find that Joey, or no, sorry, Ross comes in to find out that Joey is packing up all of Chandler's guilt presents. So this is all of the, um, the chairs and the TV and whatever that he bought to replace theirs that had been stolen when Joey gets in the entertainment unit. And so they're talking about it and Ross is like, can't you just forgive him? And Joey, uh, compares it to Chandler kissing Rachel when if they were like if they were yeah and so okay I get that but you know isn't there any way that you can forgive him and he's like no it's a five-year punishment and he's like you've already sentenced him and he's like don't do the crime don't do the time don't do the crime if you can't do the time um but he says now there's an opening for Ross to be Joey's best friend which is hearkening again to the Barney Ted Marshall who is whose best friend because of course Joey is the third wheel out that Barney technically is. So um, he says, okay, well, my first uh, task as your new best friend is to make you talk to Chandler. And Joey's like, well, if you weren't my best friend, I wouldn't do this. Which is so ridiculous. It's like the cutest thing ever. I know. Um, Either Joey's really stupid or he really wants to just make amends with, you know, move forward with Chandler. Both. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But we see Chandler down in the coffee shop with Kathy. They're sitting over on one of the side tables, kind of out of the way. You wouldn't really notice them. And they're talking, and she's really upset that Joey is still not talking to Chandler. And, you know, Chandler's obviously upset. So Joey comes in and asks Gunther, you know, have you seen Chandler? And Gunther's like, I thought you were Chandler. You were Chandler. He's like, one of you is over there. So Joey turns around and he sees Chandler and Kathy kissing and he storms out, but he makes a hand gesture and curses at them in Italian, which Chandler had earlier said, I pretty much, he, the only Italian he knows is curse words. Um, and I looked this up one time because he says Vafanopoli and um, the Urban Dictionary says Vafanopoli is a more polite way of saying Vafanculo, the Italian obscenity meaning to go do it in your ass. Oh my god. <laughs> Vafanopoli actually just means go to Naples, um, which is Italian for go to hell. I think the way that it sounds just phonetically, you would almost think it sounds like go fuck yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. go fuck yourself. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's Urban Dictionary telling us what that means. So that's fun. Um, oh, there actually is an, an entry for this. What is the Italian swear word Joey says in French? The actual curse in Italian is va fanculo, something like go Go do your ass and meaning fuck you. Joey says Vafanopoli go to Naples because he doesn't really speak much Italian. And his parents probably taught him a clean curse that they made up. That's really funny. (laughs) Oh, God, that's so cute. Um, My French teacher actually taught us a couple of um, phrases so that when we were over there, we could, like, you know, yell at people if we really needed to. Like, telling them to get away from us. Um, Yeah. I can't remember very many of them, but they were fun. So at the eye doctors, um, the on-call doctor comes in and he's super cute. Rachel even says he's so cute. She's uh, contemplating stabbing her eye with a pen. Uh, The on-call doctor is played by Michael Vartan, who is probably, in my opinion, most well-known for Alias and Never Been Kissed. He is quite adorable, and He's yes, in Never Been Super kid. adorbs. Super adorbs. But then the the receptionist, nurse, whoever, says, Dr. Burke will see you now. And they're like, no, Dr. Burke is away, the on-call doctor. And he's like, Doc, she goes, Dr. Richard Burke is away, but Dr. Timothy Burke, his son, will see you now. And you just see... Monica look at Rachel and Rachel's like thumbs up but it's like not real thumbs up like she like even is like oh god gross yeah so Chandler goes to his apartment and finds Joey packing he says that he's gonna go stay with his parents until he can find a new place to live and so Chandler says you know should I stop seeing her and Joey's like, no, but, like, we're not friends. He's like, friends you know, you're not a good friend to have done that. And in the background, it's hard to catch. But if you look really closely, the Etch-A-Sketch says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, a bunch of times. Like, oh, you, like when you would write on that. the board, like, I will not or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Etch-A-Sketch says, I'm sorry. 
or not an etch sketch it's like the whatever doodle pad um yeah. yeah it's a little doodle pad so chandler the chick and the duck walk out right then and he's like well if you're not gonna stay for me stay for the chick and the duck they've had a really hard year what with the robbery and all and Joey gets really upset and he says, you know, the whole time we were being robbed and I'm stuck in there for six hours, the only thing I'm thinking about is how I had, like, you know, disappointed you and failed you. And Chandler's like, if we still had the entertainment unit, I would get in it and, you know, sit in there and show you how, how upset I am about this. Did you really just flash my eyes? Bradley got up here, and she's being really cute. Kathleen, stop taking pictures. They're just cats. No, they're not just cats. Says me, who, who I know. (laughs) You dirty slut. Um, so Joey goes, we have a box, and points to the box at the foosball table, you know, like, was going to go in. And it's like a big, huge crate. It's like shipping, you know... A painting big crate kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so back at the eye doctor, Monica gets the eye exam. And it turns out that she has scratched her eye with a piece of ice. And so she's going to need a patch. Um, I've never understood that. I mean, I guess it's so that you keep your eye closed maybe so it, like it heals better or the light doesn't get in it. But unless you actually tape my eyelid shut, like even if you put a patch over my eye, my eye is still open. Like, I can't... No, it, it, it's so that other things don't get in there and make do more damage. Okay. Um, but she says, like, a pirate, and he goes, well, if that makes you feel better, sure. And so she's like, you know, big plans for Thanksgiving, and he holds up, like, a, a grocery bag, or, you know, like, lunch bag. And he's yeah. like, no, I, I broke up with my girlfriend, so I'm, I don't have anything for Thanksgiving dinner. And... He's like, I, I just wanted a commitment and whatever. And she goes, so you made her walk the plank. He goes, you're not wearing the patch yet. <laughs> like, she just, she's such a, she's such a little nerd that I, I mean, I love it. She's a little nerd. And so back at the apartment, Monica is telling everyone that she invited him to Thanksgiving. And Rachel says it's like our own little Greek tragedy, which is funny twofold because Jennifer Aniston is Greek. Like, uh-huh. she really is. And? I guess. And, well, I guess that was only one reason. Um, no, but the rest of it is that they are a Greek tragedy themselves. That's Ross true. and Rachel, that whole Ross and, or I'm sorry. Joey and Rachel thing, and, like, Chandler and the Kathy, they are a goddamn Greek tragedy. Ross kissing Chandler's mother, um, everyone seeing Joey's father naked, so, but what's really funny is... Something really fun. I don't know if I told you this. What? Trevor watched Clueless for the first time the other night. And? (laughs) Okay, okay. We're gonna pause and sidebar this real quick, because it's very important. We were sitting and we had a, like we had dinner and a couple glasses of wine and um, I he got up he got up to get another glass of wine and he said pause it and I was like oh okay like, you know he's he's kind of I was like I gave him a little bit of shit and I said oh you're really enjoying this he goes yeah I'm into it and so we we kept watching and then I sat on the floor in front of him so that he could rub my shoulders <laughs> because. 
mama carries a lot of tension up here and uh and then somewhere along the lines i fell asleep so i don't know if i was like leaning up against the ottoman or what but i fell asleep and he finished it i all i remember is him like waking me up and saying hey let's go to bed and i said no but you didn't finish it and if you don't watch it now you're never gonna watch it and he goes no i did finish it and i said no you didn't he goes yeah, they were at a wedding. And I was like, oh my god, you did! <laughs> That's so cute. God, I love that movie. We, yeah, we're gonna end up reviewing that movie. Um, but there's a, a funny little bonus line where Monica goes, if it were Greek, I'd be blind in both eyes. Which, Which is, is true. true. Because usually in a Greek tragedy, somebody is blinded, you know, I'm thinking of it, is it Medea that uh, she or her husband is blinded in both eyes. Anyway, that's a good play. I enjoyed that one. Um, yeah. So even, oh, so Monica's like, Phoebe, you understand. And she's like, I can see how you would think that, but no, it's gross. But no, it's gross. I, um, I think I would be your best bet. Yeah. Um, Joey thinks it's gross. And even uh, Chandler comments from the box and then Ross says, uh, wait until you can tell your kids that you slept with their grandfather. And then Monica has the best line ever. Hey, you know, Mon, if things work out between you and Richard's son, you'll be able to tell your kids that you slept with a grandfather. Judge all you want to, but married a lesbian, left a man at the altar, fell in love with a gay ice dancer, threw a girl's wooden leg in the fire, live in a box. And then walks away to get changed. And I love it. It is one of the best, like, Monica lines. She has some good ones in this season, I feel like, now that I'm thinking about it. Monica's on fire. Monica's on fire. So then Rachel asks about the box and why Joey decided that that's what Chandler needed to do. And it turns out that Joey had reasons and they are threefold. And at this time, (laughs) there's a little air hole. Chandler pops his fingers up from the little air hole and he goes, one, it gives me time to think. Two, it proves our friendship. And three, it hurts. (laughs) And so Ross walks over to Rachel and says, hey, that necklace that I gave you, can I see it? There's something I want to check. And she goes, okay. And Ross leans over and is like, oh, we'll see now. And he's covering the air hole. And Chandler's like, air hole, air hole. He would not have run out of air. It's like not sealed. But also being somebody that's kind of claustrophobic, just don't. No, when Um, I had to get my MRI, I thought I was going to die. Oh. I, I need to ask a clarifying question because I'm really lost. Yes, dear? Is this before before or after the brooch? After? The brooch is in season one. Okay, that's what I thought. So she Isn't, did keep that. Yeah, I think so. Because it reminded her of her grandma or whatever. Yeah. Um, so Rachel brings out a necklace and Ross says, Well, that's funny because the necklace I gave you was gold and this is silver. And she says, oh, could it have just changed? And he's like, no, you turned it in. And she goes, yes, I exchanged it for something I really wanted. And he goes, what? And she goes, store credit. Yeah. 
Now, I'm not generally like a big returner. I did take a huge bag of stuff back to Bath and Body Works last night because I bought it during their semi-annual sale. And then I started using it more and the smell made me super nauseous. And thank God oh, they take things it? back. So it was one of their um, energy, The they're in the weird thin bottles, but it was, it used to just be mandarin and something like mandarin and ginger. And then they did one that was mandarin plumeria and the plumeria was making me sick. Oh yeah. Plumeria is very overpowering. It's very, and granted it's really funny because I have a plumeria tattooed on me, but I can't handle like the fake plumeria in body stuff. Like, ugh. Yeah. So, so like. So they're. Uh, like, when I was in junior high and they had straight plumeria, that was okay if you yeah. just did, like, one squirt. Yeah, Brittany liked that one when we were younger, too. I always liked the apple, like, farmstead apple or whatever. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, um... So, Richard's son, Timothy, shows up, um, and Chandler is still in the box, <laughs> and they're gonna, like, you know, sit down for dinner, um... But Ross mocks Rachel for exchanging gifts, and she flips him off in Italian, does the, the chin, and says the thing. And uh, Tim says, or Timothy says, you know, can I wash up? And Monica's like, there's the bathroom. You can use the fancy soap. And Rachel goes, I thought we were saving that for the Pope. And um, Which she's, is funny. Right? She's like, come on, you guys. And... Um, I can't remember if it's her or Phoebe, but they go, do you really want to be able to say that's not how your dad used to do it? <laughs> which yeah, is, one of them does. Which is fair. Spot on. It's fair. So then Chandler knocks on the box and Phoebe goes to the door, but it's no one there. He's just playing. So uh, Joey yells at him and says, you know, be quiet or you're, you're not, not taking it seriously. seriously. Yeah. And so then they sit down for dinner. And Rachel asks for one of the side dishes and Ross says, yeah, and I'll exchange it for this one. Cause you know, and Chandler cracks a joke from the box again, trying to lighten the mood and Joey just loses it. And he goes over there and he's like, if you keep talking, it proves that you don't mean this, like knock it off. And so he, you know, he like makes Chandler promise and then he like asks him again, but then there's no answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Right. Yeah, um, and, and so that is the answer that, that Joey wants. Um, but Rachel had gotten mad and stormed to her room, and she comes back with a shoebox full of stuff that Ross had given her or had been, like, part of their relationship. Now, not being an office person as you are, there is a really cute episode of The Office where Jim gives Pam a teapot. This is before they're dating. And inside the teapot are all kinds of cute little gifts. There's a copy of his yearbook picture. There's like a salt or, or hot sauce packet. There's like a pencil. It's really cute. It's fucking adorable. And if she didn't realize at that moment that he loved her, well, she's an idiot. But anyway, um, so... So Rachel says, this is a an eggshell from the first time you made me breakfast in bed. And this is this from Gross. this first, right? This first thing that we did. And this is from the museum the first time that, you know, we, we know, you know. And it turns out that she took a piece that was real and they've been looking for it. Yeah, like, he says, I'm going to need that back. I'm going to need that back. Um, so out on the balcony, um... Richard's son, I can't even say his name, I'm just going to have to call him Timothy. that, 
says that he oh, wants yeah. to he wants to smoke a cigar and um you know, at first Monica jokes with him, like, do you care if I die? And she's like, no, go ahead. And, of course, she used to let Richard smoke his cigars. Um, and then they, like, have a little moment. And it's, you know, it's it, it's different. Like, it, it can't, it's not the same as when he, she dated his dad. And they kiss. And then she pulls back. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah. uh, no. And so they both kind of freak out. Yeah. And he's like, well, what's Thanksgiving without some emotional scarring? And which is one of my favorite lines because the holidays are so hard. Pretty true. It's true. And she goes, well, now I'm going to have to tell my friends they were right. And he goes, you know, the worst part, you do kind of remind me of my mom. Yeah, gross. Gross for everybody. It's so gross. And so then he leaves. And so then back uh, in the living room, they must be like watching a movie or still watching football from, you know, that night. And Monica's sitting in between the other two girls. And all of a sudden you see her just do like a full body chill. Like when you're like when you're spying, when you're just like, like you just shudder with your whole body. Um, Yeah. And it's so funny because, like, nothing else is going on and she just ha- it just happens, which I've been there. So, uh, Kathy shows up and she wants to talk to Chandler, but first she apologizes to Joey and he's like, I'm not mad at you, I'm mad at Chandler. And, um, she, like, why is he in a box? And the girls, you know, were like, well, Joey had reasons. They were threefold and he can't talk to you right now because he promised Joey he wouldn't talk. And so Kathy's like, well, you know, that may might make this easier. Um, she says that she's going to go stay with her mom in Chicago and she can't be the woman who breaks up um, such good friends. Yeah. And so she, you know, they shouldn't see each, each other anymore. And everybody's in the kitchen, like trying to give them privacy because this is, you know, one big room. That's not really possible. Um but she leaves and you just see Chandler's pointer finger pop up and wave. And it's so, and so like Ross looks at Joey and Joey's like, get out of the box. Go get her. You and can do it. You can still find her. I you. Yeah, we'll be fine. And um, Chandler like turns around to, to like look at him one more time. And he's like, Merry Christmas from your secret Santa. And Chandler leaves and Joey goes, okay, I have to trade. Who has Chandler? Yeah. I have to have Chandler. Um, so then the gang all goes out to the balcony and they're looking down and they see Chandler and Kathy and they're like, oh, they're hugging. Oh, they're, oh, wait, he's running off with her purse. That's not them. It's a mugging. And so Joey goes and runs and gets the phone to call 911. And then they realize, they do actually see Chandler and Kathy on the street and they, he finds her and they're kissing. And then all of a sudden Phoebe's like, okay, get a room. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a good reunion. Let it happen, Phoebe. It's a good reunion. Let it, let just, it happen. Let it happen. Yeah, let it happen. This is probably one of my, like, I pretty much like all of the Thanksgiving episodes. I mean, the football one. We're going to have some other pretty funny ones. Um, I really love this episode. Like, the Chandler is in a box and the... Is really good. It's so good. The emotional scarring. Yeah. Yeah. Don't kiss. Yeah. This is a Greek tragedy. Good call. God, I never thought about it. I mean, it's like a soap opera, but better. Because my mom is still watching Days of Our Lives and I'm still judging. 
Because you should. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Okay. Um, we're a little out of practice, but do you have your friend of the day? Um, you know, I I think I'm gonna give it to it's hard because everybody's kind of just a little bit selfish and I don't, I mean, I want to give it to Chandler because he really kind of resurfaces his friendship with, um, Joey. Mm -hmm. So, but, but he's also doing it to make himself feel better because of what he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still, it's like Phoebe's theory about how you can not do, there's no such thing as a unselfish good deed. I don't think we're there yet, but I do love that, that, um, that thing. Um, well, I'm going to give it to Marshall for getting Ted the job, for helping Ted get the job at GMB. So, um. He, um convinced Barney to do the right thing. Yeah, so I'm going to give it to Marshall. So are you giving it to Chandler, or are you still deciding? Excuse well, me. Well, I'll, I'll give it to, I'll give it to, Chan, to Chandler. Okay. I, I know that, yeah, he was doing it a little bit selfishly, but he really was making amends. Yeah. And that is part of the friendship, too. Yeah. Okay, so, um, next time... I'm not going to say next week, just in case, guys, just in case, because I got to go to Vancouver and I got to finish a developmental edit and I got to do a bunch of shit in the next seven days. It, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> but sorry for the cussing. I mean, um, next time on Friends, we have episode nine, the one where they're going to party uh, this is when Chandler and Ross are expecting their friend who goes by Gandalf, which proves that they're yeah. huge nerds, which we already knew. Well, and so this is the same storyline of um, Ted and Marshall's friend, um, Punchy. Oh, yeah. Te- yeah. Totally different people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but on How I Met Your Mother, you better take really good notes. It is The Naked I Man. I take notes, and you're going to take plenty of notes, too. So. The Naked Man! I do oh, really love, love this episode so much. There's so many fun, like, oh, just such good stuff. The Naked Man. Okay. Um, don't forget you can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, email is how I met your friends pod at gmail.com. Um, we, whether or not those numbers are correct, surpassed 15,000 listens. So that's and fun. we are super thankful whether those numbers are correct or not. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what was going on that made it look like we were getting hundreds of listens a day, but... I hope so. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, well, do you have anything else, my dear friend? I do not. You do today. not? Um, you want to send me a picture of those kitties so that I can post it to everyone so they can understand why you're so distracted? I will send you so many pictures. Okay. We'll put some right kitty here. cats up on the webpage, up on our socials. They're, like, literally crawling all over her. How many pounds of cat and do you have on you right now? 
And like, Radley's there, too. Hi, Rads. Radley cat, you're so pretty. She, she's still not, like, super into it. She's still teenager. But her. She, can, she can climb up places that they can't get to, so she can get away. That's true. That's good. Oh, you're so cute. All right, well, Rad- until next time, we're happy to be back. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.